Hey, this is Andrew, also known as Raggedy Man, and it's Friday the 6th of March. We're currently somewhere on the M4, heading towards Southampton for Minamicon 21. Minamicon is one of the longest running manga and anime conventions in the UK. This year's theme is Cyberpunk, and I'm off there to talk to people and ask them what they're doing at the event. Thanks for listening. <laughs> okay, and now I'm talking to... Uh, Mothop. Okay, and what have you been doing this weekend? Um, I've been at uh, a couple of the video rooms up at um, uh, up in uh, up in a couple of video rooms, watching a couple of anime yep. that I wanted to check out. Um, I've been to a couple of panels and I've uh, been to the games room quite a bit. Yeah. Anything else you were doing this weekend? Uh, I went to the Masquerade and watched that. Um, just been general chit chat with friends as well. How long have you been coming to Minami? Uh, this has been my third one. Third one? Yeah, I've been going to conventions for seven years. And what do you reckon makes Minami special? What's it about it that brings you back? It's very it? relaxed. It's not so um, not so hectic. It doesn't feel hectic. It feels very relaxed. There's a lot of people about you can talk with. You can just relax, enjoy yourself, and not worry about anything. But why is it you come along to conventions? Um, just to get away from work for a bit is what main reason. Um, but I do like anime and manga, of course. Um, good to see friends I haven't seen in a while as well. Yeah, so... Cool. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. <laughs> I'd love to, yeah. I just need to make sure it's... So, and now I'm talking to... Cybermercy. And what have you been doing at this event? I'm socialising with friends, and I've entered the masquerade. Um, that was cool, quite cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, just mainly meeting up with friends, really. Um, yeah. Meeting up with friends, socialising. Yeah, yeah that jazz. So where is it you're from? Um, Bournemouth. You're from where? Bournemouth. How far away is Bournemouth, Southampton? Uh, an hour. Yeah. So it's just an hour drive. Yeah, an hour drive. It's not bad. Yeah. How many of these have you been to? Uh, this is my 11th Manami. To your 11th Manami? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> veteran. There seems to be quite a lot of veterans in this. Is it? Is it something that people just come to and carry yeah, on Yeah, it's to? something that you kind of like, you, you come to Manami and then you like sign up for the next one, like while you're here. So you don't have to like just scrabble for like the there's quite a lot of competition for like the the next con when it goes online. Like one year they sold out in about um, I think it was something ridiculous like 15 minutes or something. All the places were taken up and then it was like you know it was everyone's like scrabbling on the waiting list you know for the positions and stuff. So but the waiting list does clear quite quickly. So don't lose heart if you get put on the waiting list. So. How do you think it compares to other conventions? Um. I've only really been to Expo, which isn't really a, in London, which isn't really a convention apart from it's here. It's an Expo, yeah. But yeah, this is the only convention I've actually gone to, so I can't really answer that question. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Cheers. Hello. Hello, who are you? I am Claire. And why, why are you at this event? What brings you here? Oh, partly because I live here and partly because I've made a habit of it over the last 12 years. You've come into this thing for 12 years? This will be my 12th year. Why do you keep on coming to Minamicon? There's a lot of people I know that come to this convention. Um, also, amazingly, every year there's someone new. There's always something new going on and it's really close by so it's convenient. I live nearby. Not going to lie, being able to go home every night is pretty damn awesome. Uh, and not having to pay, you know, for a hotel is pretty sweet as well. So yeah, it's hard. And also we, we trade here. So, and our overheads are lowered by the proximity to our house. So yeah. So what do you think makes Minami different to other events you could be going to, other than the fact it's a commuting distance for you? Well, puking, how dare you? But um, it's it's the fact that it's it's got a, it's got a pedigree, really, hasn't it, Minami? It's um, 
It's old. It's well. It's, I was being polite, but yeah, all right. It's old. It's old. It's old as balls, and um, it's <laughs> almost as old as I am. Um, but yeah, no. What, what's real, what makes it different? Oh, the fact that you know, it's they've never over. They've they've never changed their winning formula. I would say they've never moved. They've never expanded. You know, they've never thought. Because I think if they expanded to a thousand people, they would fill a thousand people in this area. But it's like they just don't because they're like, this is the con we run. It's a small con. It's a friendly con. It's a. I, w I wouldn't say more mature because seriously, I came here when I was like a, a young wee, but it's not mature. But I think the average age is still higher. Yeah. Maybe it's changed. Possibly, I don't. I mean, when I was younger, I was far too drunk to pick up on anything. Um, but but now, but now I think, yeah, I think people have just a lot of people at Minami are a lot more chilled out. Generally, this year's been very chill. Would you say a bit chiller than last year? Yeah. Yeah, definitely recommended. What brings you to brings you to this event? Well, Minami was my first ever convention 11 years ago, um, and it's where I met some of my best friends, including my best friend Claire, who I'm staying with this year. Um, I also live down here, so it's a nice and easy local convention for me. I traded here before, so yeah, that's why I'm here. So what is it you come along to conventions for? Um, I love, obviously, it's a, it's, a, it's a place where you can hang out with your friends and be yourself. Um, Everyone's very accepting of each other, like we're all, we're all geeks here, so there's no chance of running into somebody who's not going to enjoy. Like, so one of the big stories of the last like five or so years has been the geeks have inherited the earth. Technology is very cool, video games are very cool, Naruto, Pokemon, manga, anime, all that stuff got huge. Yeah. Um, so that all got huge in the mainstream. Yeah. But you're saying this is still, you know, uh, is, the, is, is the outside world still not as accepting or...? I think this still. I think this is still a more accepting place than the outside world in general. Um, and there are certainly, I know, there are people here who this is almost their only outlet. This sort of environment is their only outlet for sort of being truly honest with how they behave. I mean, especially these sort of like low liters, things like that. People who have more sort of the extreme end of cosplay. That's not something that you see walking down the street every day. And that's not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing either. And I think being able to express themselves here is excellent. So now that the niche thing has become the mainstream, the niche event has gone and, and got more niche. It's all, you're always able to get more niche. <laughs> Double niche, it's, it's excellent. Double down niche. But regardless, I mean, Minami has been going for ages. I said I, my first Minami was 10 years ago, uh, 10, 11 years ago. And there are people who live at opposite ends of the country but get to come together and actually see each other once a year at an event like this. Um, it's a deeply social thing. Absolutely. Um, I think as well, although a lot of events, especially larger events, can be quite cliquey, this one, even though of course there are their cliques, they're going to be their cliques everywhere. Everywhere is everyone is willing to talk to one another, and you get to bond more easily. Um, it's a more family kind of atmosphere, which of course this year has been punctuated by lots of people. That's some sort of aging community. You come down here, lots of people have brought their children, and it's still been excellent. There were a lot of kids running around. It's very. They seem to be getting into it. Yeah, it's lovely to see. I also, I, I also haven't seen 
anyone complaining about the children? No, which again I love, um, and I, I, I wouldn't say that that wouldn't happen at another convention. I just think at a convention where there are fifteen hundred to two thousand people, it might be too too much to have a sort of population of so many kids running around. Whereas here we're kind of all sort of like the aunties and uncles of this sort of like the fan, but the fan, the, the deep babies, and we love them all and we look after them, and so it's nice. Do you have any convention do you do, or do you any, do any other um, I've done. I haven't, I haven't got any plans for this year at the moment, but in the past I, I used to go to Iacon, Ame, um, Expos, things like that. Um, this is still your regular annual. Definitely, as I said, it's my local, um, and it was my first, and it has a huge place in my heart because of that. I'm losing conning it, man. So what? So who? Yeah, start again. So I'm now talking to Timber. Nice talking to meet. Timber and. Timber is loser conning. So, what is loser conning? Basically, it's for people that don't have much money. Just come to the invention, see all their friends, and just hang out in the bar. So, you haven't got a ticket. No. Nope. You have. Where is it you live? I live in Southampton. So you live in Southampton. Yep. So you're just coming and hanging out in the bar of a hotel. Pretty much. While all your friends are off doing the actual convention. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the loser con. That is loser conning. <laughs> How many people normally take part in loser con? Don't know. How many people are taking part in loser con? Um... Loser con here. Loser con here. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't give you numbers, but there's usually a decent number of people just hanging around. Okay. So, yeah, we're all friends, you know. We just we just hang out when we actually do get a chance to see, we talk, and see each other. So, so it's, it's a bit good. definitely the social side. It's all the social side, really. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever get the ticket for it, or is it just this year? When I get the money, I haven't right. done it for a while now, <laughs> sadly. Sadly. Okay. Yeah. Thanks very much, thanks. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> And now I'm talking to... You're talking to Calder Swartz, Mr. Panda. Mr. Panda. What does Mr. Panda do at Manami? As little as I can get away with. <laughs> no, I, I've been gofring at least since uh, oh, about ten years now. So um, what, is, what does gofring involve for the uninitiated? Helping out. Helping. Running and getting things. Suffering the abuse of the committee members. <laughs> How long have you gofed for this event? Is it this, this, um, this, was event? Where, this specific one, I think it was about 2009 I started. And I keep coming back for more. And how many hours do you go for four over the course of the weekend? It would be somewhere about 10 or 12. Mostly I do the main, the first day because it's reception, mm. which is what I do as a living anyway. So might as well let me do it. <laughs> So why, why is it, rather than come along as a panda, why is it that you join in and get stuck in? It's meeting people. I must admit, I, I haven't seen any anime for years at a convention. It's to see people, meet them. It's the same faces again. I see them once a year and I really look forward to it. It's well, one, just one of those things. Social. Social. <laughs> a lot of people have been talking about social. Is it something that Minami intentionally decided to be a social event? Or just it became it? Or... I, I think it sort of just fell to it to become a family-friendly, as it were. It's certainly the one that I feel most welcome at. Not that others aren't, mm. but I walk in here and most of the people know me. They usually remember I owe them money as well. <laughs> do you do many other conventions? Uh, unfortunately not. Due to work restraints, this is the only one I can get time off for. Um, I would like others, but I, I am very pleased that Minami is the one that I can get away for. How much longer do you reckon you're going to be doing this for? Because you said you've already put several years into it. I'm 50 this year, 
And uh, if the technology exists, I'd like to be doing it when I'm 200. <laughs> so, Manami for life, or the oh, extended. Or... Un- until I'm actually physically incapable of getting on the train, I'm coming here. So, where is if you get on the train? Where do you I, live? I, I live in Hull, and I work at the university there as a, an admin in the verification section. And like I said, this is my one big holiday a year, which seriously freaks my, my other colleagues out. How far away? How, how long's the journey? Uh, seven hours this time. So you spend seven hours on your, on your grand holiday to come and do unpaid labour. Which is exactly the same as what I do at work. Yeah. It's possibly because I'm clinically <laughs> insane. No, it's because I love this. The people, like I say, nearly every face here I know and I look forward to seeing, even Peter. And it is, it is just wonderful to be here. Splendid. I can't really say more than that. No, that's plenty. <laughs> Dang. So, can I, can I ask your name, sir? My name's Phil Lesky. And what do you do, Minami? I'm one of, a member of the committee. And what does that involve? That involves planning the uh, convention. So how long does it about take? a year. So it takes about a year to plan an event that's yeah. three days long? It's three days long. So in that year, how much time do you reckon you put into it? I don't put... I'm, I'm not part of the planning part. Of, I'm not one of the planning people, so... My, my job is handling all the... I art. thought I'd throw I'm, some light on the... I'm basically the art director. My, my job is just handling all the artwork. So, I, I, for example, I drew the badges and a lot of the other stuff you see. How, how long does that take for you? It's hard to say, really. I mean, it doesn't take me all that long to draw something. It's just getting around to it and thinking <laughs> up ideas. And, and everything's got to be agreed. So if people don't, if the rest of the committee don't like my designs, I go to go back to the drawing board and change something or something like that. But, 20 hours, 30 hours? Yes, it's almost impossible. To say. Okay. It's like a hobby, really. To me, to me, art is a hobby. So, fair enough. I, so I just get on with it. So this is an extension of your hobby, then. Yeah, I've been an anime fan for many years. I mean, I was actually been to all of these conventions, inclusive. I was, I went to the Minami One when it didn't actually have a number. Right. Uh, the second one was called Minami Two. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah, this is my 21st, so I'll just keep going. It's, I, I go into anime quite late, so I'm a bit older than some of these people. But I, I, I couldn't be sure now. <laughs> so what is it about Minami specifically? That... Um, it's local to me. I used to live in Surrey. Right. It was, Minami means south, so it's a southern... A lot of, lot of fandoms are actually based in the north, or in the Midlands. But it's fairly un- unusual at that time, about 20 odd years ago, that for, to actually have a convention that was based in the south. So originally it was a club, but it amalgamated the London Anime Club and the Minami Anime Club joined forces to uh, keep oh, this, this convention all... going because it was under threat of closing down at something. What was the threat? Was it from numbers or...? It was a, it was a threat of, people, of various people moving on and they didn't want to handle it. So they thought, well, let's, let's, let's combine our committees. London Anime Club, Minami Anime, and let's, let's keep this Minami convention going. It's always been in this area, like Portsmouth, Southampton, this area. To start with it, it was in Portsea, I think. Um, it, seemed to be on, it seemed to be right next to a motorway. I can't remember much about that. It's a little hotel next to a motorway. <laughs> it's over there somewhere. <laughs> the rival town of Portsmouth. But it's, uh, yeah, it, as I say, it's, um, it's had a bit of a checkered history, this, this club. So the the thing that the two clubs that originally spawned it are both gone, and it's now just its own. 
the Minamine Club no longer exists. But London Anime Club still struggles on in various ways. Uh, but as people move on, people, ret people decide they're going to leave for those personal reasons. But I've, I've been with it for... I see no reason not to be with it. Do you do any other conventions? Uh, no, no, because they're too difficult. Rather difficult for me to get to, usually in Northamptonshire or something like that, further, further than that. Usually pretty, pretty inconvenient. So I always do this because it's, it's not local to me, but it's, it's only I don't know, about 80 miles away. So. so it's about two hours' journey? Something like that, yeah. On, on, if I get, get good travelling conditions, it's only about an hour. So I came on Friday, I came down here straight from work, which is traumatic. <laughs> well, work was anyway. It's, it's my local convention. I can't see any reason not to stop. I thought of it. I thought of retiring, of course, but so how, they uh, need me. How long have you been in the art for it? Um, I was back, only the past 10 years I've been doing the art because I did the T-shirt design for them or something like that. And uh, we were just sitting, various people were sitting around discussing it. And the old chairman, who no longer works, no longer, no longer anything active to do with this convention, Mark, he lives in Southampton. He said, oh, you can be the art director. And I said, yes, OK, I'll be the art director. It sounded good. But uh, that, that was it from then on. Cool. And I was designing T-shirts, badges, anything. Anything they wanted designed that is my artwork on it. I, I think it's probably a bit, my artwork's a little bit out of date, but it's not quite as snappy. It's not quite as manga-like as a lot of these young artists. And occasionally, I decide to give the younger artists a try, so they get someone else to design the badges. But this year, I came back to it for various reasons. So you've got my bag, the people are walking around my artwork around the next year. I was fussed, but it's flattering in a way. That's nice. <laughs> so, is art something literally just a hobby, or is it something you do to professionally? Me, to me, it's a hobby, but I do sort of semi pro. I used to draw years and years ago, 30 odd years ago, I used to draw comics and things like that. I was, in indie, I was doing indie comics and things. Any titles we'd have heard of? No, I don't think so. I used to self publish stuff. I used to photo, have things photocopied and hand coloured them and things like that. Real well, old technology. Is that, this is before there was any such thing as the internet, I can assure you. It's way before. But yeah, um, yeah, I was, I, just, I was just the artist block. I, I don't have a huge amount to do with the planning. But so I, when I'm here, I try to help out with the gophering. Yeah, I, I sympathise with the gophers' plight, so <laughs> moving chairs about and things like that. I do that. I also run the cafe. Uh, Meaning, yeah. phys I physically run from the kitchen to the cafe. So, what's involved with the cafe? Uh, we have what they call a cosplay cafe, where it's just a little cafe sat in one of these rooms, but half one of these rooms. And various Congo volunteers, I hasten to add, in costume, just serve cake and coffee and things like that. They take the money at the desk. And, uh, we've been doing that for quite a long time now. Uh, that again, that was my my, my idea. Nice. And uh, I, I said to the so then chairman Mark Cleaver, I said I've got an idea. In Japan, they have these maid cafes, novelty cafes. Uh, why don't we do one of those here? And he said, that's such a good idea. You can run it. <laughs> okay. And I've been doing that for the past ten years. So no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> that's 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 it. The people enjoy it, so we can't really drop it. It was. It can be chaotic, and the cake goes all over the place. Believe me, slicing a cake 
is not a is not a tidy thing. It will go all over the table, debt for sure. Uh, you, you learn about that. But I, I used to work in a catering. I used to do washing up things so, many years ago, so I know what I know what ki I know how kitchens work. I know how that one works now. Anyway. But uh, yeah, you cooperate with this hotel staff to get this stuff going. <laughs> It makes the car, it makes Saturday I don't do anything. Sunday half of it is taken up by um, running the cafe. So you got involvement with the staff at this hotel. So it's a pretty much a normal hotel yeah. hotel in in Southampton. During the week it's businessmen. During the weekend it's families. And you guys started descending with 350 every March with about 500. How how did the the hotel owners react to it? Um, well, now they used we we I think we sort of ingratiated ourselves with them from the start. I mean, they've known us for years, and the people we we speak to, the the, the, the sort of floor managers in the hotel, they know us well, and we're on first name terms. So yeah, that that helps an awful lot. But at the start, as you may. Well, when when the event started, when how, the event how, started, well, how we, how, how did it was, they? It was okay because we had a sympathetic manager, right? Uh, to start with, he moved to another hotel or something like that. But then again, we got a new lot. Uh, we had a, I don't, I can't remember. Probably one of the other, one of the other um, committee members will tell you more or less about how how that worked out. But, uh, yeah, we we got a good relationship with the hotel staff. They know us. They know what we want. Um, they hate their sight of us sometimes. But at the end of the, end of the weekend, they hate the sight of us, I'm pretty sure. They, they think, thank God they've gone. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it, we, wouldn't, we couldn't do this at all without, without the hotel staff being cooperative. So with us, we have got... Uh, Morag. And Serge. So what have you been doing at Manami? We've been running a panel. Um, we called it Anime WTF, and it was a collection of all the weird moments we found in many anime over many years, spliced together in some form of organisation in the attempt to make people laugh. The first panel you guys have done, or uh, no? We've done panels in the past. Uh, we did one two years ago. Uh, just a selection of anime that we really liked that we scientifically determined. Uh, to be um, uh, not popular enough. We, we, we kind of did Google searches. Counted the results. Counted the results. If not enough people know about it, yeah. we plugged it. There was some good Scientific stuff approach to whether Absolutely. people... Absolutely. Right. Google yeah. search. Google yes. search. It's, Google undoubtedly involves science. Of some kind. Of some yes. kind. So what is it that makes someone who's... How long have you guys been coming along to this thing? Since university, pretty much, 15 years. That's so you've terrifying. You've been Good coming along 15 years. What was it that made you decide, I want to devote several hours of my life to entertaining a room full of strangers? Uh, it's fun to tell people about anime that they might have missed, yeah. honestly. It's, uh, it's, to be honest, yeah. uh, just a succession of having the same conversation over and over again. Have you seen this? You should watch this. It's awesome. And having had the experience myself of discovering something awesome that have just completely slipped under the radar they do they really they do. do even this card we found more anime that we'd like to watch that we haven't known about so other than the panel what sort of thing have you guys been doing i helped run a comic jam i didn't help run it i did run it um but it was a very chilled out event where people came along and drew and uh lecture set provided us with markers because they're lovely so they got to try out the markers too um that was quite fun 
we talked about how to make comics, how to print comics, all the kind of things you might want to ask. It's actually a very simple process, but it doesn't look like that if you've never done it before. So that was kind of fun. That was a couple of hours of fairly chilled out, although I didn't get to do as much drawing as I wanted to because I spent a lot of time talking, so that was my fault. Yeah, we uh, ran one of the stalls at the party. That was jolly good fun. Uh, people seem to really enjoy that. So what was happening at the party? Um, so the, the, there's two sides to the party. The first part, which is the one where you ran the stall, is like a little festival. So they've got, they've got somebody with cotton candy, they've got somebody with the shaved ice, they've got people with um, piñatas, so you can beat up the piñatas. Um, there was um, uh, the little robot things from... Tachikoma. Tachikoma, thank you. Tachikoma. Um, and then we had fortunes, so we had a little wishing wall that you could write a wish and tie it on. Um, and we also had fortunes that you could you could draw the stick, and we would give you the appropriate number of fortune, uh, which which in, in in this case it applied to an anime character. And then we gave out chocolate if you guessed the anime. So that was our stall. Um, but there's lots of other stalls as well, and there was also food, um, snack food, courtesy of the lovely Minami uh, uh, committee. Um, and then afterwards, there's a variety show, which is full of uh, games and silly things like um, the, the sort of the Chinese Whispers art version. Um, where the, the first person has to draw a character and then they show it to the second person who has to draw it and at the end somebody has to guess what exactly it might possibly be um, which can be quite hard so yeah, that, that's the Manami variety show that comes directly after the festival What else have we done? We've discovered, we've watched a couple of um, episodes of anime in the video room uh, a couple of them we walked out of uh, one of them <laughs> was... Uh, we're going to be going back and watching more of uh, because it's a thing that I just like to do go to a convention bring something back um, uh, to be fair looking at the bags in our rooms we did not bring anything back even without watching the anime oh yeah but the stuff in the the, the loot in the bags is stuff we already knew about this is new so even with all the access no, it's not. with the access to everything online essentially now you can access whatever you want legally or not um, is it is it a case that you don't have the time or you like having the focus of it? Because you you could theoretically sit at home yeah. and just plough your so way through actually, the first episode. Actually, that is pretty much what we do every season as the new anime comes out. We'll give it unless it's got a really stupid name and it's obviously going to be rubbish. Um, well, that's about 90% of the content out the window. About, name. I would say 20%. If it's yes. got little sister in the name, we don't watch it. <laughs> um, if it's got itchy in the name, we won't bother. <laughs> anyway, um, so we'll watch everything and give it a go. And if it's good, we'll carry on with it. So you get a lot of really good anime still coming through. There is some really good quality stuff out there. Um, but somehow there's still stuff that slips through the net. So um, the one that we watched that we quite liked was called Dust Maiden of Amnesia. And it's a comedy about a school, uh, well, it's a ghost, um, who is the president of the detective club. And it's just amusing so far. It may turn to be rubbish later, but we'll try it out. That's what Crunchyroll is for, and it's great. Um, the, and Chrome Shell Blue just is one that we tried, and it looked like it had a really promising a really promising backstory and background, but I wasn't so keen on how the characters were going, so I probably won't carry on with that. But it was really good to have the chance, because I've never heard of it before, so So with it's good. Ser services like Crunchyroll coming along, and some of the uh, Japanese animation companies launch it doing global online launches of their product do you reckon that side of things is going to cut back from conventions is it going to stop you coming to conventions goodness no it's goodness no well first of all that's, just that's only part of the reason we come uh, yeah it's so a lot of the other things that we're doing is uh, the, so the panels the hanging out in the bar meeting people coming from elsewhere in the country that we don't otherwise get to see we haven't mentioned the, the masquerade yet at all. Yeah. that's a big thing so, so uh, it's so it's uh, but the other part of it is the online shops solve the distribution problem, but they don't solve the discovery problem. Uh, so um, 
and our discovery problem, as mentioned, has holes. We missed stuff. Only a few years ago, we, we completely missed House of Five Leaves, which is an excellent anime, and we saw it at uh, Minami. So it might, it, it might temper the amount of viewing you do at the convention, but you're yeah. still going to be yes, absolutely. going in. Most still of got what we didn't watch, I and mean, most of the anime that was on we didn't watch, we either didn't watch because the title and or description made it clear it wasn't something that we would enjoy, or we'd already seen it. So, I actually think one thing I would like to see is a return of the oldest stream that there used to be. Because there's a lot of people now who haven't seen the old stuff and there's some amazing stuff out there. That's partly why we did the obscure anime. We didn't just do new stuff, we did old stuff as well. Um, I would quite like to see, even if only for a few hours, an oldest stream where people go and say, see the stuff that was on back when you had to get it on VHS. So uh, we've now been joined by Laura. Quick, quick, dis <laughs> quick disclosure, Laura is my wife, so I'm now going to ask her a lot of questions that she knows damn well I know the answer to. <laughs> this is going to be a little thrill. So how Hi, everybody. <laughs> so how long have you been coming to this convention? Minamicon. Uh, I can't remember the year, but my first Minami was Minamicon 4, and then I didn't come for years, and then my next one was Minami 8, and then it was number 10, and then I missed a couple, and then it's been like every year or every other year that I've been able to come to Minami. But it is my most comfortable convention and so, I do enjoy it a lot. So the event's being held in Southampton, yes. uh, Mooring and Serge are, you were pretty much based in Cambridge yep. all the time, yep. you were based up in in Birmingham yep. and all that. Those are sizable journeys you're taking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, really. what it, yeah, from, from Birmingham it was hours. Um, it would actually, be on the train. On the train, yeah. And we did do that actually once when I'm 10 or something. So yeah. Given the journey distance and the yeah. fact that there are a lot of stops on the way between, yeah. what is it that makes you year on year do that long journey to come to this event? Is it that there's well, there nothing... Isn't a, well, there isn't anything else that's quite like Minami. Yeah. And there are other conventions, and they are all good in their own way, but there's nothing quite like Minami. Yeah. Uh, Minami has remained fairly small, and is still based in a hotel, and that yeah. doesn't make a difference. Um, so it has a distinction to it? Or? Yeah, it does. And it's got... It's, it's, I mean, they all, to be fair, they all have their own ambiance, um, but Minami is the one I've been going to longest, so... Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's the friendly. average... Sorry, sir. Sorry. Go uh, just going to interject with the fact that I think that the average demographic is quite... is a lot older than, say, perhaps for Kitakon. I think so, or yes. I don't have any numbers to hand, but uh, as an old fart that attends <laughs> these sorts of things, that's generally how I feel. Um, for me, I am a creature of habits, and I like the routine, but also, once upon a time, there were only two conventions a year, and Minamicon was one of them, so it kind of uh, ticks the box for having that routine for yeah. me, I yeah. think. So it, it's got the pedigree from being old, yeah. and it's just got something that the other other events haven't replicated or yeah, just yeah. whether through choice or through whatever um, yeah. and it's not to just have the other events because I've been to most of them and they're excellent and I would like to do more but I think in the list of all the events including Expo which isn't actually a con anyway I would go put Minami first yeah so sorry you were going to say something earlier no, at the end of the day it's, it's just it's really friendly it's a really nice set of people uh, it's a really nice welcoming event yep so conventions uh, are habit forming, as it were. They are, yeah. and I think every event I actually meet someone new. Even though I've been attending these sorts of yeah, things for true. a bajillion years, it is always so pleasant to see not just old faces, but be introduced to new faces the as well. The other thing that Minami has going for it, which is probably accidental, is its timing. It's in March, early March. That's not some time when a Kitacon ran at the same time for a little while. The Kitacon is a much later edition, so... Um, and now it's gone to summer anyway. Um, there's nothing else this time of year. It's something to look forward to through the long Monday of the year, which is January. Um, 
agree. It's a nice start to the con year. It's not yes. too. It's not too intensive. Yes. It's not too big. Yes. It's somewhere I know. The, the Friday kind of makes everybody feel a bit of a rock star. Yeah. Because you haven't seen anyone for ages, yeah. and then it's like, hi, everybody, and then everyone's just so friendly and just. And it's, it is chilled out. It yeah. is very chilled out. As an example, we've had the closing ceremony. Later on today, we're going to be going to the Retro OK, where we're going to sing retro songs, chill out, drink more, and uh, just, yeah, that's good. And there's also a Kotatsu Lounge where we're going to be chilling out some more. So, it's that kind of fun. It's cool. I, I'm going to sit at the bar and sing the Akira song. It mostly involves two words. So Laura, what have you been getting up to at the convention? I have, for once in my life, I think I have attended MinamiCon as a punter, not a dealer. Oh yeah. I know, everybody has said, so Laura, what are you selling? And I'm like, nothing. Yeah. Only, only at the Bring and Buy. Um, but I usually come to these events and sell comics and artwork. But I genuinely wanted to attend the event as a punter, and I have. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I got a bit burnt out by selling at every single convention all the time. It is really tiring. It really which is. Which is a reason yeah. I chose not to, because yes. I didn't have anyone to share it with. And I was like, you know what, uh, let's just step back for a year. Totally. I may consider it next year, but I have really enjoyed going to see the panels. Uh, I've enjoyed mingling at the bar. Uh, we've been very lucky and been put up by some friends who we only see at these events. And we've been able to use it as a bit of a holiday, a bit of a break. Um, so basically, yeah, I've been attending as a bit of a chill out session and I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. So we've now reached a point where there's probably, there is definitely a convention in the UK of, you know, of, of generalized geekdom. Um, manga, anime, film, sci-fi, whatever, every single weekend, various weekends, there's going to be multiples all over the shows. How do you think that the, the current scene is looking for conventions in the UK? Is it Pretty healthy. I think yeah. it's exhausting, actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm glad I don't do this for a living because yeah. if I had to go around like some of the dealers do and do this every weekend, it would absolutely shatter me. I mean, yeah. obviously the bigger dealers are going to be able to take turns, but somebody who's a small dealer like the Genki Gear guys, I don't know how they do it. No, no. Um, they're, they're, they're always they're Genki. That's how they do it. <laughs> um, but you know, they're, they're pretty much every convention I go to, they're there. Um, I'm not sure when they get a break. <laughs> and I mean, the same is true for a lot of small dealers, um, and even some of the bigger ones who send the same guys out every every. It's, it's a tough job. I am now speaking to Moly. Hello. How long? So, MinamiCon, how long have you been coming along to this? 11 years. Minami 10 was my first one. Seems to be a popular number. Well, you know, round numbers. Ooh. I was going to come to Minami 9, but my mum decided that everyone at Minami was either a rapist, a murderer, or a thief and wouldn't allow me. <laughs> so, other than your mother being a good judge of character. Yeah, yeah. So, you've done 11 of these things. How involved are you with Minami? It swings year on year from running events to just generally helping out to just turning up and drinking myself stupid. The event's been running 21 years. Indeed. Um, during that time, been a lot of changes. In your time, what do you think the biggest changes you've seen at the event are? Um, I think the biggest change has been that they've actually kind of listened to people. Well, it's a rarity in conventions, you know, like they've been running long enough and they run every year in the same venue that every year they try a new thing or two and if it works, they keep it and if it doesn't, they abandon it. So you don't reckon conventions listen to people though? No, much? of course not. Why would that be? For a lot of conventions, the committees unfortunately are kind of in it to be convention famous. Right. There, there was, there's been a shift away from doing things for the community 
to doing things so people know you're doing it. Right. Uh, a bit like in role-playing, where between Dungeons and & Dragons and World of Darkness, it went from the party is the key to grab the spotlight. You know, it's that kind of... People tend to be more selfish towards their motives for doing things. And you reckon Manami's stayed pretty solid well, the with committees, The committee doesn't change. They're like fossils. It's amazing. Okay. You can go back and it's like, this This was what a nerd looked like in the early 80s. Come, let us, let us examine them. So... Do you reckon Minami is a bit of a throwback to the original scene? Or? No, I think the reason why Minami has survived is because it took what the new part of the scene was doing and absorbed the bits it could use, but continued to do what it did well. It didn't do what a lot of newer events did, which is just try and absorb everything, like scattershot. It went, no, that wouldn't work for us, we're too small, or... You know, vice yeah. versa. So originally, this event, what from my understanding, yeah. and I mean, all the, uh, the event was quite uh, viewing focused. But now yeah. that's because material is a lot easier to see yeah. online, etc. Um, so it, it's getting away from what its original thing, and it has incorporated a lot of panels, a lot of activities. Oh, yeah. So it is expanding but what is it about it that you think it's expanding but not just grabbing everything well like like with the video rooms my first Minami I came there were six video rooms showing anime from six in the morning till midnight that's what 18 hours of anime a day 18 hours times six is a hell of a lot yeah and that was packed out like some of the rooms you couldn't get into mm. but then by around about Minami 14 15 they had they had four rooms I think showing anime and they were empty they were ghost towns so they quite wisely took the decision it seems to go and move away from that knowing that so this year they've only got one room doing yeah. anime so that, that's quite a drop from what you oh, say oh yeah yeah and the anime is kind of big budget you know it, it's the stuff people would want to sit with their mates and see right whereas before it was like this is the new stuff that's on in Japan you know that kind of yeah. you know and if you talk to Dave he'll give you a dodgy fan sub of it you know that kind of it was also a place to get anime mm. from people but they've seemed to have been bright enough that they've gone right anime is something people watch alone but conventions are something they come to socialise. And they've struck a nice balance between the pure, like, woo, let's party! And the, no, this is about anime and deadly serious and Japanese and anime. They seem to have found a sweet spot. So you reckon, would you say conventions are now more of just a social interaction thing, or? It depends on the event. The problem a lot of events have is that they try and shoot for a USP, like a unique selling point. Yeah. So like, one event might be the party con, and another event might be the Japanese con, and another one might be, you know, it, and that's kind of, they have their thing, and they religiously do it, often to the detriment of everything else. Whereas Minami seems to have, Minami seems to have hit that niche where it's kind of, it's Minami. It, it, it does its thing because it doesn't, so well, it does change, but it, it changes slowly it evolves so it's usp is that it's pretty set in its ways yeah. and you know what you're getting if you can get a ticket to it you know you can turn up drink some beers chat about old anime chat yes, about conventions chat about conventions sit up till four in the morning in the novotel lobby chatting about politics and then go to bed and wake up and pootle around the convention while you're hungover and go back to doing it all again so which is three days of just hanging out with your yeah. brethren whereas like other events are so focused on their one thing 
there's kind of a vacuum, so you have to hang out and socialise with people because there's nothing else to do. You know, I've, I've been to events that I've worked at and it's literally been like, right, what do you need me to do? I'm here to help. I want to help. Well, nothing till seven o'clock. What? That's when we set everything up. Well, what's happening till then? Oh, people will just do their own thing. It's like, well, no, I, 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 I want to hang out with my mates, but do something, you know? Cool. Yeah, so, but like I say, Manami seems to have evolved. It hasn't grabbed, it hasn't leapt in bounds. It's just gone, no, no, this is our niche. This is what we fit in. And we're going to grow within our niche and, and specialise ourselves. Like the Galapagos finches, you know? Uh, it has a specialised beak specifically for eating the older nerds. <laughs> <laughs> so certainly you're, you're planning on coming along to... It's, it's a nice, yeah, comfortable yeah. environment. Yeah, you I get mean, to see the same people. Yeah, I'm working this one, which is my first one. I've, well, it's my second one. So what is it you're doing at this convention? I'm selling board games and card games for the company I work for called GamesQuest. Nice um, plug. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> GamesQuest.co.uk. We sell things. Um, Excellent. Buy my stuff, pay my rent. Um, <laughs> but they... So I was going to be coming along anyway, and my boss kind of went, well, you said there's lots of people there that you know that will buy things. Let's have a so the, the the question the question I have on that is um, there's so much online retail these days. Yeah. Everything is, you know the high street is dying, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is there four retailers like yourselves? Mm-hmm. How important are conventions for your sales? Well, we are primarily an online company, yeah. so conventions aren't required for sales but when it comes to that's a lot of money in one big block nothing beats convention so there's still pretty good trading oh yeah well because the big thing about conventions is people have money to spend and if you have the thing they want they'll buy it and that's it that kind of goes against the conventional wisdom because the convention the quote-unquote conventional wisdom says that people because people have got so much more information from the online, because they have so much more ease of purchase from online, that that whole thing will be generated that way. So, is is it still? I mean, this, what the kind of give us a quick overview of the kind of products you're selling. Well, we we split into we we say we're split into three sections. We sell board games and card games, yep. so like traditional games, role-playing games, um, collectible card games, all of that stuff. Yeah. We then sell collectibles like movie props, a lot of Harry Potter stuff. Um, We sell replica swords, we sell that kind of thing, which we've not got here because it's Western stuff. We don't really sell that much anime stuff. And then primarily online, but the odd one at shows, we sell like Airfix model kits and wargaming stuff and things like that. And while there have been shows that we can sell that at, it doesn't sell as well as the other things. So like, I literally have six boxes of board games and card games with me and I'm going to whack them on the table and people are going to turn up and go oh I saw that on tabletop is it any good and of course I'm going to go yeah yeah and they usually will buy it so is this like, like your high street then is, is, is this getting out this to is, the punters this is better than our high street could be because unlike the high street where someone might go into town for a coffee and then wander along to the game shop to look at stuff while they drink their coffee, people are here to spend money. And if there's a product they want here, they can pick up and look at, you can kind of go, well, you can play it tonight. And they go, well, yeah, I'm gonna have beers and friends. Oh yeah, I'll buy that. 
So you reckon there's a steady future for conventions? No. No? No. Ooh, dissenting voice. There is a steady future for some conventions, and there is a steady future for there being conventions. But there's a lot of events that they're either burning themselves out, they're growing too fast, so they can't keep up with it, or they're having massive political uproar, and you know, there's a lot of issues they're having which are preventing them from running the convention as well as possible, or fans are very entitled these days, and they're feeling, well, I paid money and you're not doing exactly what I want. So then people are going in a strop and creating a furore on social media, and there's a, you, know, you get like the big hate mob thing going on. But I always think there will always be events, but Minami, I think, is the only one that's going to be, you know, I'd like to think we're going to be sat here at Minami 40, going, do you remember Minami 10? You know, that kind of, I reckon that could happen, but there's no other event I could name. Social media has become the whole thing, is like everyone going to an event is also an yeah. ambassador for the event, but you're saying that there's a negative impact on oh, that. Yeah. Could you extrapolate on that, but you know, expand what you Okay, I went to an event, be nine years ago yeah and well, I don't know. yeah no I'm just trying to think yeah. about nine years ago and um, a friend who I went with got very badly beaten up well that sucks yeah we were walking back from a cash machine a bunch of guys came over you exited the bubble you took the risk yeah yeah we exited the bubble and we took the risk but my friend got pounded into paste okay now at the time it was like well that's crap you know, we'll scrape you off the floor, we'll make sure you're all right, and we'll try and recover the event, you know? But there is the feeling now that I get now with the way a lot of people react to events and like um, 4chan's EGL, Britfag thread, and you know, that's another, that's another thing that while a lot of people claim they don't post on it or read it, it wouldn't get the number of posts and hits that it does if they weren't that would have suddenly become, yeah, it was an isolated incident that happened to four of us and it was terrible. It didn't affect the larger event, but if we can cause enough of an uproar on social media, suddenly that event becomes get beaten up in a car park event, you know? And a lot of people with social media don't seem to, they don't either A, don't try to read between the lines or B, don't think. They just see it, get outraged, share it, move on see it, get outraged, share it, move on. They never, there's no history. You know, you can get a group of people that are really enthusiastic about an event, hype it up and tell everyone, this is the best event I ever had, all this crazy stuff happened, it was wonderful. On the flip side, you can get a group of people who have a grudge, who just pound on the event and... For, for good know, or bad reasons. Yeah, for good could... or bad, it will, if an event is known on social media, it will be because it was spectacular in one direction or the other. However, actually, it might not have been spectacular for everyone. It's just that segment that can shout loudest or has the right hashtag or... If you think about that in a negative connotation, though, suddenly you've got an event which could be perfectly competently run, but a group, a small vocal group of people get the bit between their teeth and call in their buddies and you just have this, you know, you have the vultures circling and the convention's dead effectively because like you say, everyone is an ambassador for that event. So is that, uh, so, you, so do you reckon that's a barrier to new events or? To, an, to a degree, I mean, the anime fandom is inter inherently suspicious of new events because let's be honest, there's been a lot of scams. There's been a lot of stuff that's gone on that has been a bit shady. 
So people are naturally a bit suspicious, which is, you know, buyer beware, caveat emperor, the whole jazz, you know? It's because of that, people's, it seems to be people's natural instincts, rather than, oh, there's a new event, I'll give it a try, is there's a new event, who's running it, why are they running it, why are, why are they trying to steal our money? You know, is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? What pronouns are they using? Are they doing this? Are they doing that? Are they are they going to are they going to help my little community? And it's that very much that kind of me 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 me. And there's just some poor guy sat there going, I just want to run an event about comic books. So it's the two-edged sword yeah. again. Someone wants to do something. People, you know. They get they get together. They get some mates. They get some money. They start up an event, which is how every event ever yeah. started. And they can do it for the best of reasons, but unless they can justify them, unless they can placate the community, is what yeah. you're saying. It basically it's become if you want to do community stuff, and I mean part of my job is doing community stuff. Yeah, you have to dance the dance. You have to, you know, you you have to. Even if you don't believe it, even if you don't care. You, there are certain things you have to say, otherwise the community will just burn you. And uh, we have Keith Copping here. Hello. Um, so Keith, how long have you been coming to Minami? This will be my 11th Minami. Mm -hmm. God, that's quite, sorry, that just kind of struck me there. That's, that's quite a terrifying statistic. So that's that. 11 years, that's three degrees you could have done in this time. Yeah, but I wouldn't have enjoyed the degrees. No. So. So here's the question for you. It's a convention, Minami is obviously lovely, but why do you why do you get out of conventions? Why do you come along? What do you do here? Well, I think it's because I secretly hate myself, so... No. You come to conventions because you hate yourself? No, I, I come to conventions because, uh, despite how jaded I've become as I have grown older, <laughs> I do genuinely still quite enjoy them. I really do. I, I get to meet a lot of people who I wouldn't see otherwise get to take part in stupid shit I probably wouldn't do otherwise in my ordinary wage slave job. So. <laughs> what sort of quote-unquote stupid shit is it that you... Well, well, it's like this evening where I'll be taking part in a hentai panel of all things. Tentacle fun. Yeah, not exactly something you can really say to the parents. Now, is it? So what did you do this weekend? Well, I stood in, in front of a bunch of a room full of people and talked about pornography for a couple of hours. Right. Yeah, apart from taking part in the panel, I'm, I'll be emceeing the masquerade and I'm going to be presenting my own little contribution towards that as well, a little video that I've put together, as is uh, my, as is my uh, habit that so I've developed over the years. So how many hours do you reckon you've put towards this convention? <laughs> my wife is giving me a look. <laughs> Probably far too many. Seriously? <laughs> you... you, you... You're doing uh, like three three things this weekend, which is going to be about four hours of total output. So I'm, I'm just curious, how much time you put into it? Uh, well, let's see. The panel, I'm more of a contributor than an organizer because it's, it's Tab's baby, this one. So, mm. I don't know, maybe about cumulative finding stuff and then sorting out footage. Maybe about seven, eight hours for that. Okay. The masquerade itself, not really any practice you can do for that because of the fear, but you know, that'll be a couple of hours there. And then the actual my contribution to it, the video, an unusually short amount an unusually short amount of filming time for this one. So maybe about three or four hours of actual filming. because um, I'm not the most efficient of editors, maybe about twenty to thirty hours worth of editing, cumulative. 
That's not because it probably needed to take that long. It's right. just, you know, at the end of the day, I am an amateur and it is, you know, a bit kids. Yeah, just, you know, I'm not a professional, basically, so it so takes me time. So would you say 30 hours, and you've done about 30 hours of, of, of essentially work for this event? Yeah, minimum. Okay, so what is it about conventions that makes you go, I'm going to put over the course of, like, six months, 30 hours of time, that's enough time to watch maybe four or five series, read a good couple of books, watch... 15 movies there's a lot of stuff out stuff you could have done in that time I'm I'm not I'm not saying it's time wasted because it isn't because obviously you're doing it for reasons just trying to call down you know what is it about conventions that makes you go I want to do this for this show what is you know is what is it about Manami that gets you hyped what is it about conventions as a whole I like the community I do like the people and I just quite I like entertaining people. I like mm-hmm. putting on a show. And when you get the brass tacks, it's a bit of an e- there is an element of ego in there oh, as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's nothing. There is nothing like the rush of putting on a great perform, a good performance mm. that people enjoy. That is nothing quite like it. Basically. So it's a crowd with a similar interest to the stuff you're doing. Yeah. Because yeah, cool. I mean, I mean, anime, you know, it's definitely far more mainstream than it was when I when I was first oh, yeah, got involved yeah. in the hobby. But it is still a niche interest mm. overall. So I think this is why conventions still have a place. I mean, it's far easier to get hold of anime, but the uh, other aspects of the uh, culture, the other interests, the other bits and pieces, the, the stuff that surrounds it. I think that's more what the conventions are about because very few people actually go to a convention and watch anime anymore, right. to be quite honest. Because let's face it, these days stuff it comes out in Japan. You've got companies now simulcasting it, you know, at, at the same time, or it's on Netflix yeah. within weeks with dubs as well. And it's just, yeah, I mean, getting hold of anime isn't hard anymore. But uh, some of the culture around it, I think that's where conventions still have their place and a greater exploration. It's like the anime itself is more of a gateway drug to a uh, to the interests of the uh, greater so, culture. So you're essentially you reckon you're a showman for a drug pusher at this. Do what you love. <laughs> but what you're saying about um, I mean, obviously, with the internet, with both legitimate downloads and piracy downloads, and all the multitude of ways it's possible to consume essentially um, a cultural content from a completely different culture and completely different language. Something gets, tra- as you said, something gets transmitted in Japan, 24 hours later, it's available, dubbed in English by nefarious ne- means. Um, that element of it everyone knows is, is, is way speedier. Do you not think the online community these days is providing something that conventions used to provide or do you reckon there's still something about like just the physical meet and greet beyond the cosplay which frankly at this event let's face it huge part of it and looks spectacular personally about the digital side of things because I don't think the digital well I don't know the, the digital thing makes things far more accessible but at the mm. same time I mean the, the whole piracy element is is a lot more harmful than it was back in the day. I mean, originally, uh, most fan subgroups were set up with the intention of just spreading something that was very hard to get hold of. Mm. Now it is ridiculously easy to get hold of it through legitimate means. 
and you still have these groups pushing stuff out. I mean, you, you know, hate to go old, old man here, but back in the day, if a subbing group, uh, whatever they were subbing, if, if it got picked up by an official company, they'd drop it. Okay. Because at the end of the day, their, their main focus was they just wanted to spread something that they loved, and then as soon as it gets picked up officially, you know, job done. So they move yeah. on to the next thing. And you don't really get that as much anymore. They, people keep pushing it regardless, which is a bit harmful. But that's a that's a whole a a whole separate issue. I mean, when it comes to the actual conventions themselves, I think generally it's a a greater embracing of. Uh, the other elements associated with culture, things like the cosplay, or I mean, Minami is a good point, a good example. It's got things like the cookery, and a whole multitude of other stuff to do with various other Japanese subcultures. You know, ordinarily you wouldn't have heard about. May not be everybody's kind of thing, but here is a ven- here is a venue and an event which uh, introduces this stuff you might not have otherwise heard about. One argument I've heard bandied about by a lot of people is, yeah. What is the place of a convention these days? It seems like a lot of path, a lot of money, just to get together. Why can't I just organise with my mates, uh, we'll get together ourselves and just have a fun weekend that way? And that's a good idea in principle. And yeah, why don't you just do that? And the thing is, life. Because what conventions really provide is the excuse. If you try to do this yourself off your own back, you know, once you start getting into your mid-late 20s, you know, pressures of family, job, whatever, your weekends become rare, wonderful things that you must be treasured. And so trying to coordinate everybody's calendars together, off the bat, just to get a few mates together, is actually very awkward. Whereas, if you're organising to go to a specific event, such as a convention, that's something everybody focuses on and everybody makes time for it. So it's a, essentially an excuse to just geek out. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm done. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like you said, gone are the days where, you know, you needed conventions to get hold of or watch the content or talk about the content. The internet and everything else you have now makes that easier. It, it's purely because this is a specific event that is like there sitting like a lodestone in the middle of the calendar. Everyone gravitates towards it. Everybody takes the time out to get together and meet. Whereas despite everybody's terms of, oh, why do we bother with this bullshit? We can just get together ourselves and do something. You try and do that. And you're like, oh, yeah, I could do this. Oh, but I'm doing this. I can't. Oh, well, oh, yeah, well, we'll sort something out. It slides. You never do it. Next thing you know, 10 years have gone by. People have children, and it's just like, what the fuck happened? So that was Namicon 2015. If you're interested in the 2016 event, tickets will be available soon from minamicon.org.uk. As said in the show, they do sell out very quickly, so if you are thinking of going, then do keep an eye on the site. Next event I'll be at is Chibiami at the Britannia Hotel Nottingham. That's running from the 10th to the 12th of April. Rumour has it tickets are still on sale at amecon.org.uk that's a-m-e-c-o-n.org.uk and if you see a man walking around with a mic please come up and say hello and join us for a chat big thank you to everyone who took part in this episode big thank you to everyone who's listened if you've got any feedback or comments please send them to raggedyman at gmail.com and you can subscribe to future podcasts at raggedyman.jellycast.com 
Thank you very much.